Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Barcelona-based jazz trumpeter and singer Alba Carreta. She talked about her new 2023 project, which actually means splintery wood that burns easily. She gets into that. This is her third album inspired by her own experiences, which really exposed the artist with her roots in Spain and the European jazz scene after the success that she's had with her previous two albums. We get into her life and music and so much more. Dig this interview. We can dive in. Where exactly are you located? I am uh, in the little town called Avignon. It's like one hour from Barcelona. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're, uh, we're here in Kansas City, Missouri. We're all getting geared up for the Super Bowl. Nice. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you very much for taking a minute out today. And before we get into the new album and your life and music, how did you survive the last three years or so with COVID? How did you get through it? And how has it changed the way that you approach music now? Yeah, actually, for me, this this COVID time, it was a nice time to kind of take out my, my second album, which was Aladdin. I recorded it before, the October before COVID. So that was a nice time for me to kind of produce it and mix it, master it and prepare everything since I thought I would not have time to do so. But the, uh, those months were perfect for me to, to take this album out. And actually, it was uh, I, I was amazed because I suddenly had a lot of concerts and it was like, for me, a a successful album. And I didn't expect that to be so good. And so I was doing concerts from this album till mm, two months ago. And now that I have the new album, so I have new opportunities also. So the name of this album comes from a splintery wood that burns easily. Talk to me a little bit about the idea behind it and how this album came about. Yes, this new album is called Teo, and in Catalan Teo, it's uh, the wood that it burns uh, easily. For me, this album, it was like a lot of fire, uh, not only because I need to burn a lot of stuff, also because uh, we have the warm of the fire with my friends, with my music, and also the light, because fire is also light, so I have a lot of lighting moments in the album. And, yeah, this kind of wood that it burns easily, for me, it was uh, a good way to to put fire on it. So the concept of the album encompasses struggles and beliefs. Talk to me a little bit about how all of that came together for, for the songs and for the overall message. Uh, when I came back, because I was living in, in Holland, and then I came back in, in Catalonia, and for me in Holland, everything was a bit easily. And so when I came back, I I, I turned with a lot of um, different ways of, of seeing things. Also, for example, I have this tune called Insecurities. I mean, we all have a lot of insecurities, but it's nice that we take them out and we... And we kind of face them. But for me, it's a, a lighting thing. It's a lot of light in the skin and in the way that we face them. Or, for example, fortas. Fortas, it means uh, being strength. And for me, sometimes I have to be really strong when I don't want to, not only because I'm a girl, but in, another, in, in a lot of uh, situations, I would be more relaxed and for me it would be easier. But the society makes you be strong sometimes that you don't want to. 
So these kind of things that it, it burns me, let's say like this, but I find some fire in all this stuff. So talk to me a little bit about how this journey into music and the trumpet and singing, where did it all begin? How did it all kind of start for you? Yeah, actually, I'm playing trumpet since 18 years now. And uh, actually, I was super young and I, I didn't know why I chose trumpet. But uh, lately, my father told me that my grandfather that I didn't meet, he was kind of a cornet player from my town. And he would go around the town just spreading the news with the cornet. And I think it's nice to to think that he just passed me this passion for, for the trumpet. And also singing... I've never started singing, but uh, also since I was young, my brother used to play guitar and we used to play together. And he was like, let's do some small gigs here around the town. And so I couldn't play for one hour yet. And he was like, okay, then you play one song, you sing one song, you play one song, you sing one song. And so I keep doing this for for my whole life. I think it's a, a really interesting sound for concerts and you keep changing textures and I think it's nice for me and also for the audience. So who were some early influences for you? Who were like jazz musicians that you were listening to? I mean, back then I used to listen to Chet Baker every night and of course Miles Davis, uh, Lee Morgan. And lately I was listening a lot to, and I am still, uh, to Ambrose Akimuzide. I mean, he he's the one for me. I think he he just approaches the music and the trumpet playing in a, such a different way than other trumpet players do. And I think it's really really nice to to have him as an influence. What was the first live jazz show that you ever saw that inspired you and made you think I'd love to be on stage doing that someday? Wow, that's really difficult. I think. Um, I was I was a lot going to my brother's uh, gigs. He's 18 years older than me, so he was already playing a bit. And for me, watching him and and kind of being with him in the backstage, meeting his friends, like he was playing already with really nice musicians. So for me, all these experiences were like, okay, I want to do this. It's his thing, but. I think it is an amazing life. Speaking of having this amazing life, there's so many things that go into being a musician, from making an album to live performance, everything on the back end that we don't see. What do you like the most about the process of being a li- of being a professional musician? For me, the best part is the the geek part. I mean. The, the part that I like the most is doing concerts, going around with with my musicians, and I luckily have like this incredible team that it's amazing traveling with them, and also the creation part, like uh, writing the tunes and trying them with the musicians and see how they they change with the with the time that we are playing them. We we start playing them in some way that then it changes so much. And actually, for me, the mixing part, mastering part, this is the the part that uh, for me it's more tough. Let's say I I think I don't control this that much, and obviously I have the sound that I want in my head, but it's 
for me, it's not fun to kind of go around and find it and and it's so much time for me that uh, it's uh, for me it's the worst part, let's say. So the one thing about COVID that I was curious about from my end is because of the way it happened, if it was going to make people not come to jazz anymore, maybe reduce the amount of people that would get involved. But it seems like the opposite has happened. Are you noticing that the jazz scene is as strong, if not stronger, than it was before the pandemic? Yeah, for me, I think uh, it took a while, actually, for people to get used to go to concerts again because they were kind of afraid. So uh, we would not have so many people in the concert. It was difficult for them to come. But after that, people wanted to come out a lot. And, and we could notice it. Maybe not that much in, in my region, in Catalonia, but uh, when I went to Madrid, uh, there is amazing. People want to come out all the time, and, and they're really excited that we go there also. So I think now it's kind of fixing it, and I think it made that um, we appreciate more like these live experiences, at least for me. So very simply put, why do you love jazz? Jazz uh, is the best, simply. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's freedom, it's nice. I mean, now I'm doing my own music because I studied jazz. Uh, maybe I'm not playing standards or or like a traditional jazz, but studying jazz, it made me being free to write my own music and to share music with people. I mean... The best thing that it gave me is like I can play a tune with everyone because I know the tune or if I don't know the tune, I can have some clues and, and sharing the music with different musicians from different parts of the world. For me, it's the best. So let's say you come to Kansas City to perform a live performance, but you have to convince people here to come see you perform. Explain what a live show experience from you would be like. I mean, for me, it's difficult to explain it, but uh, I will play my own tunes and my own jazz, which is very difficult to dis- to describe. I mean, it's energetic jazz. It's, it's just different than than uh, classical jazz, let's say. And I always combine it with Catalan music because it's, it's the music that I also heard since I was born. My mother used to put some Catalan tunes always in the radio and I was just listening to to those music, and for me, it's kind of the mix of of it. It's who I am. It's what I studied, which is jazz, but uh, played in my own way, and some Catalan tunes also arranged by me and and uh, my musicians in a really different way, but also with some jazz in it. So everyone out there has an idea of who they think you are: your family, your friends, your fans, but. Ultimately, you live your life. Who do you think you are? Wow. That's a <laughs> difficult one also. Yeah. I'm just a happy trumpet player who who has fun and I feel I'm lucky to be doing what I want to do. I mean, I'm doing my project, but I'm working a lot too with other bands. A lot of um, Catalan-based bands but also playing Catalan music like a lot of um, kind of uh, playing a lot of words I feel 
that um, I'm playing what I am. So if anyone out there wants to pick up the new album, any of your previous albums, learn about live shows, anything about your music history, where's the best place for them to go? So uh, either my, my Instagram account, it's uh, at Alva Careto, or my website, I'll be posting everything there, which is alvacareto.com. So, Alba, thank you for taking some time out to talk about the new album, Your Life and Music. I really appreciate it. This has been wonderful. Well, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and singers in Spain, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Alba for her time, music, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, visit Neon Jazz Interviews at Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also find us on YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.